Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The roar of the crowd gives you goosebumps, cashing a slip makes you grin, and above all, you love making your bookie cry? Then you're in the right place. The number one spot for premier betting advice and wild opinions, shared with a fan base like no other. Welcome home. This is the Punch List MMA Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dale Lippin and Trey Van Buskirk. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Dale Living in here with my bro host in crime, Trey Van Buskirk. What's up, buddy? I'm nervous, dude. These these punchless MMA bullshit episodes. I I'm really nervous where this is gonna turn. No, man. Why would you say that? Oh, first off, I'm starting with unofficially sponsored Cutwater Tiki Rum Mai Tai. So it's definitely going to go funky places tonight. Oh, man. I'm a big fan of not being sponsored by Cutwater. <laughs> Giving these guys all this shine. Uh, soon enough, man. Soon enough, they will sponsor us. Soon enough, we will be there. Uh, we'll crack into somehow getting them to endorse us in some way, shape, or form. Or at least acknowledge our endorsement of them. Uh, yes. But a show this show actually is brought to you by two paying sponsors, <laughs> both of which are located at the bottom of the screen here if you're tuning in the live stream. Those are stayclassymeats.com and allegianceclothing.com. Guys, collectively, we're just gonna run through these. Uh, if you're not familiar already, go to Stay Classy Meats, use promo code FIST, you save 10% on all your fresh farm to table meat needs. And if you're uninitiated, unaware, um, or living under a rock, we've basically talked about them nonstop for the better part of a year and a half now. Allegiance Clothing, uh, the most badass American clothing company out there wearing shirts that feel like babies being born uh, and little angels kissing your neck. That's how soft they are. Uh, mm. And they are also the proprietors of our official merch. We have a new shirt that's getting ready to launch. Uh, we are finishing up the colorways for it now, and it will be rolling out here shortly. We're really pushing for a Christmas delivery. I don't know how. Oh, thumbs up on Christmas delivery. That or? Seems re- well, delivery. Oh, I don't know about that, but you know, okay. Santa's elves are working hard. Santa's elves are working hard. We should be rolling that out here shortly. All right, Trey. Oh man, we we were supposed to have a new sponsor to roll out tonight, but they're a little slow on the uptake. Got but it. they are a paying sponsor, and you have some ideas on what you'd like to see us invest that money in. I I kind of want first maybe for you to invest that in some flannels. You got this whole cholo vibe. Are you got the top button there going? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm a white guy. No, no cholo. <laughs> no, no. Um, no. I uh, you told me that we had a sponsor that was actually going to pay us, and first I was like, holy shit. 
Do they know yeah. what we say on the show? Second, I said, take that money, put that into AMC because it's going to the moon. Yeah. So if you guys are unaware, um, and we've kind of alluded to it on several shows, I've been on AMC and GameStop since way back whenever the whole shenanigan Royale took place almost yeah. a year ago now. Uh, January 28th was the was the initial date where all that took place. And we're coming up on a year now. And I've been on the game since then. I have not wavered. My diamond hands are exactly that. They are diamondy. I have not sold. Um, and I've been trying like crazy to get Trey to invest in this as well. He is a strict blue chip stock kind of guy. He likes yeah. his uh, Netflixes, his Disney's, his Apple's. What, what else are you in? Microsoft. Uh, the pen. most risk, yeah, the most risque bet you are, um, well, it is a betting, uh, but the mis- most risque play you have is pen gaming, which yeah, is, uh, which is betting. How's that working out for you, by the way? How's that blue chipper working out? Pretty good. It got in at uh, $73 a share currently trading, I think at $50 mm-hmm. a share. So I'm down, but I'm not out. It's a slight retracement. I mean, you're never all the way out until a stock either does a reverse split um, or they dilute, or it goes to zero, and it, haven't, okay. it hasn't done any of those three things yet. Don't don't get don't get all your terms going here. Let's talk about this for a quick second. That's a gambling app. It's mm-hmm. a gambling platform. That's something mm-hmm. I can tangibly use. You, when's the last time you went to an AMC movie theater? You like that butter on your popcorn, dude? I don't understand you investing that in the slightest. It makes no sense. Right, and here's what I have to. T- here's what I'm going to tell you on this. You have to suspend. Your, so your normal investment strategy, right, is you're like, if you're looking long term, is you say, I want to see, I want to see a company that's got a good game plan moving forward, is going to be profitable long term, uh, and find ways to innovate and move the industry forward and make yeah. money. So that for, wait, I make money. The cinema industry as a whole is dying. It's, it's just, it's, it's just not going to work that way. It's just, it's dead, or it's on, it's on life support, right? Hospice, oh, if you will. It's horrible. That's horrible. I'm not betting on AMC, Cinemark, or any of these other movie industries making a revival and people going back to the cinema. I don't care about that at all. What I care about is that the market is flush with tens of millions of synthetic fake shares that were used to short the stock on loan so they could take the money that was tied up there and place it someplace else. And then some nerd on Reddit found it and told the rest of us nerds on Reddit about it. And then we bought it. So now the shorts are trapped and they've at some point in time, maybe it, maybe never depends on, <laughs> they've got to cover their position. And when they do, the, the, the price will skyrocket. So those that got in at 15, like myself, and it went to 75 at some point. I had a lot of money sitting in my account, but I was like, no, nah, it's going to go higher. And now we're back down. I think today we closed somewhere around a 42 and some change range. I'm yeah. still in the green. You want to know how I bought a golf cart? You want to know how I bought two golf carts? AMC. I just take my profits. I just take profits. That's it. It's it's a Fugazi, bro. I'm it's telling a- you, it, it's a Fugazi because you know what? I know what you're doing. All those Christmas gifts behind you right there, they're all they're all bought on just bullshit dude you're just blowing your credit limit it's not real money dude it's no, not a real business credit. it can't actually sustain anything you're you're out of your mind Who movie you theaters cre- i love movie theaters i'm telling you dude first dates that was like my go-to it was like oh right. take it to a movie when was the last time you a first date? well it was a long time ago but i took her to a rom-com and look how that ended up married right. two kids dude two kids married two and kids amc is the game plan it's a game plan for first date and lock it up not a game plan for investments. Bad move, dude. Penn National, Again. buy it. Again, 
I'm not interested in it long term. I'm only holding it until it squeezes, and then I'm going to sell it, and then I'll never be in the stock market again. Hold the line, dude. Hold, hold, the, hold line. the line. Anyway, we we say all this to say this. I'm taking the money from our upcoming sponsor, and I'm putting it in crypto for us. I, I, dude, you know what? I don't care. Like I said, I don't care if this podcast podcast makes a penny. I want it all to go into something obscure, ridiculous, and you're doing just that. So thank you. Well, I've got an obscure, ridiculous thing for you. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pump it. I'm gonna pump it here. I'm just gonna pump it on here because pump we're it, here. dude. Pump it. I am. I I have found a runner in crypto, and I believe we're gonna see we're gonna see some movement. We're gonna see some volatile movement. You ever have you ever looked at crypto at all? Have you ever seen anything at all? This is like a Shibu Inu type coin. Well, what are we talking? Also, Shiba Shiba is a thing, right? So, um, but since inception, Shiba has run like twenty thousand percent into the green since inception. Okay. So like a $5,000 investment in Shiba a year and a half ago is worth several million dollars now. Okay. Right. Which is crazy considering it's it's still only worth fractions of a penny. Okay. okay. But I found one. This is and monopoly we're on, money bullshit. We're on, we're on the ground floor here. It's called Tiger Queen. Tiger it's Queen. A, it's a dope name. I can get behind that. It's a dope name. And right now it's trading at like eight zeros and then it starts. Eight so, zeros and then it starts. Yeah. So I I put $45 into it. And yeah. I cur- I currently have 1.5 billion with a B, Tiger Queen. Tiger Queen. That's so pretty I'm gonna sick. Take, I'm going to take our sponsorship money and I'm going to roll it all into Tiger Queen. And we'll have roughly 100 billion Tiger Queen. This is good. So what, this is so, good. So what yeah. if it runs up to like what if we what if we if it's like a hundred billion Tiger Queen and we delete three zeros off that in the next year? Yeah. We're both we're both retired. I really like this because if I ever have to go to my dad for money, I'll just mm-hmm. be like, Dad, like I know maybe you're not like so stoked on my life choices, but I'm a billionaire in Tiger Queen. Like you have no idea. You know what I mean? You tell him you have a hundred billion Tiger Queen. Tell him you'll pay yeah. him back. Say, Dad, can I borrow ten grand? Hey, hey Mark. Yeah. Let me tell you something real quick, Mark. <laughs> Mark, let me tell you about the business opportunity I have for you. Yeah, totally. Once in a lifetime yeah. does this come down the pipe? Now I know so normally you're you're accustomed to these pyramids, but let me show right. you something different here. This, this is the inverse of a pyramid. This is yes, exactly. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though: is Tiger Queen's not even traded publicly yet, so they haven't even rolled it out yet. So the only people who know about it. Or who own it are those in the know, and I'm in, man. I'm in. There's only there's uh, according to Dex Tools, there's only like 65 buyers right now, and it already has a market cap of over three hundred thousand dollars of 65 people that are in, and I have a billion of them. I have a billion, Trey. I take you as like a, I take you as like one of my smartest friends, but I honestly feel like like if the Cutco sales rep came to your door, mm. walked mm. in, and did the whole. Hey, let me show you how sharp this knife is. It can mm-hmm. cut through a penny. The yep. moment it cuts, you're like, honey, holy shit, it cut through a penny. I'm buying the whole kit and caboodle. I feel like you just, you're too there, man. Pull yourself no. away for a second. Take a 60,000 foot view and just kind of mm-hmm. take a breath, bro. Now, so take here's what happens. Here's what happens is the Cutco guy comes to the house and I have him do the demonstration and I tell him that I need to use the paring knife. Um, and I'm going to need to hold on to it and see if it's dishwasher safe next time I do a load of laundry. Tell him to come back in a week. And then when he comes back, I never yeah. answer the door again and I get a free paring knife. Wow. That's what that's what it is. That's what How it is. How many paring knives do you have? 
I have like six. I have a lot of pairing <laughs> knives. I got a lot of pairing knives. You know what? What's crazy is I'm. I I know. Um, I I appreciate you calling me one of the smartest friends that you have. I appreciate that. I believe I'm probably your smartest friend. Um, for sure. But but here's the thing, right? Is that stuff like this? I, I weigh risk versus reward, right? Yeah. So I can sell one share of AMC, yeah. of which I have hundreds. And I can share, I can sell one of those and I can buy 1 billion Tiger Queen. <laughs> and if Tiger Queen eliminates three zeros, I can put 50 grand in the bank. So a $45 investment in a potential 50 on something that I have no intention. I'm, I, I literally won't hold it until I die anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it, it matters nothing. It matters not. Most people, right, will go and they'll buy Starbucks two or three times a month. Or yeah. they'll, you know, they have a membership to a gym they don't go to, or yeah. they subscribe to Showtime or something on their Amazon Fire TV thing. You're describing my entire life right, right. now. But I don't, I don't, I don't do any of that. I don't do right. any of that. So right. for me to just take forty bucks and buy a billion Tiger Queen is, it's nothing to me. That means nothing to me. <laughs> it means nothing, you peasants. No, just it's. I, I, I'm not saying that's not like bragging. I'm, that's not bragging about a forty-five dollar thing. I know for forty. Some people forty-five dollars is a lot of money, but yeah. in in this instance, I will take a shot in the dark. I, it's cost me eighty-five dollars to fill up my gas tank, so I, I, I have to take a gas and a potential to make fifty grand. I mean, I don't buy scratch-off tickets, but my brother, who you know, buys yeah. like I. If he took the money that he put on scratchers and put it into an IRA and just solely invested in, in ETFs with an average of 8 to 10%, he could be retired in the next 10 years. It's so interesting he does that. I wonder, does he play like the Monopoly portion of that or is he just a straight he literally win? He will gamble on anything. He'll gamble wow. on anything. Those anything. Those degenerates I like. I like that. Mm-hmm. He's a trustworthy guy. In that regard, yeah, you can trust him to uh, to gamble on everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the points podcast, guys. Go check him out. Oh yeah, for, yeah. We should probably plug him. Uh, he's got a fantastic podcast. Give me the points, uh, which they're available everywhere on all social media. Give me the points, and they do um, football, basketball, everything in between. Basically, everything that's not MMA. We told him to stay in their lane. Um, but yeah, underneath no, he's, the. Uh, he's- He's been good. He's been a good uh, trusty advisor to me because actually mm. what a lot of uh, the tactics and knowledge that he's been bestowing upon me, I've been trying to translate into MMA. So great example. Okay. Big Raiders fan, right? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Loyalty seems to usurp any type of knowledge or uh, or just anything in my mm-hmm. mind. So I bet the under 50 and a half and – uh, parlayed it with Raiders money line because I was like mm. hashtag loyalty, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's too Lost cute. That. Too cute. I'm gonna be honest with you. You're just you're just too cute. It's too cute, man. I it's know. it's. I need I need you to do better than that. I know. I know. So it's a brutal. It's brutal. Are you gonna but buy? Ti- are you gonna buy Tiger Queen? I'm for sure gonna buy. Well, you're gonna buy it with our sponsor money. Okay. Cool. All yeah. Right, I just so as long as I can like hang out on the yacht that we're gonna get, that's cool. yeah. 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 I'm going to throw some parties. What if, what if we do this? What if we take, what if we say this? Let, we're going to, we'll invest all of our sponsor money moving forward into Tiger Queen. And I love it. When it goes huge, we will use that money to only do punch list VIP excursions to Dude. UFC events. I love it. I was actually thinking that, you know, how like some podcasts have 
donate and people literally will donate during the live stream. They'll yeah, like say, so Oh weird. dude, great job. Five bucks, dude, let's do that. Put it into tiger queen. And then when tiger queen goes nuts, every single donor or anyone that supports our podcast that like communicates with us will be like, dude, we're throwing a badass party on this yacht yeah. that I just bought. Yeah. 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 I, there's, there's about probably 25 or 30 consistent DMers that I think if tiger, if tiger queen goes interplanetary, yeah. We go like one week rager in Vegas around a huge UFC card. Yeah, I love. We'll it. hit we'll hit up Dobes and have him get up some have him, have him get us some primo seats. Yeah, we'll and then little, like little lanyards and stuff, dude. It'd be sick. I'd be sick, especially on a yacht like Dobes with his shirt off. Like, come on, what's what with the yacht? We're, Vegas is landlocked. We're not. I don't want to be on the ocean. I hate the oh, here. Well, you know, I hate the ocean. I don't want to be on a yacht. Yeah, but there's like lakes and stuff. And if we have a yacht and we have a shirtless Dober, I'm pretty sure we're crushing it. I don't want to listen. I don't want to be near the attention that a shirtless Dober brings. Why? Because I don't need that in my life. I no, don't we'll, wanna... we'll wear rash guards. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. I'll hang out with Dober, but he's got to keep his shirt on, man. All right, fine. We'll all wear rash guards. There we go. Just a bunch of dude with just 25 deep rolling around with rash guards. I like I'll get you some floaties too. It'll be totally chill. Please, please. And are we, are, so is, is this going to be like a houseboat then? It's not going to be a yacht. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. so a houseboat, I'm cool. Fresh water, I'm fine with. I don't like salt water. Yeah, yeah. We went to we went to SeaWorld this past weekend too. And I was looking How at this was and that? I was like, Dale would lose it. I yeah. hate, it's I actually, hate the ocean. It was fantastic though. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that Blackfish uh, documentary. Oh, yeah, with the, with the whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not crowded on a Saturday. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blackfish came out, what, like 15 years ago? But yeah, definitely. That's definitely why it wasn't crowded. Yeah. It has nothing to do with your state being just completely hampered by draconian law regarding having to have some devil elixir shoved into your arm. It has nothing to do with that. Nothing. I did feel better about San Diego, though, after coming back from Portland. I will say that. Yeah. How was Portland? We didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Did it yeah. smell like petroleum oil and shit? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went there and the guy that I was going, I was going to go speak to a class there. The yeah. professor comes out and says, hey, I just want to brace you. Like the homeless issue is pretty bad here in Portland. I said, dude, I'm from San Diego. Like, <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Own. Yeah. Don't worry. Like, I'm going to be just fine. And then I walked into what was considered a uh, new or old Chinatown. And I was like, God damn, I have a new barometer. Holy shit. It's the amount bad. of needles on the ground. The oh. tents. You know what the crazy thing about the homeless there, Dale? Dude, what's that? They have like REI fantastic tents. They're like tents oh, yeah, that man. I would like pay like $500 if I went camping with the fam. And they, yeah. these guys are all just like rocking it. No big deal. Yeah. Well, there, there's no incentive to get clean. They're, they're like, <laughs> a mad, just, just imagine this, right? Like, I, I just, because I don't come from, I'll try not to be insensitive because some people, either it comes from a position of not being able to help it. But I can't Some people imagine. are not in Tiger Queen coin, right? Now. Some people are not $45 deep into Tiger Queen with a billion of them. I understand that. Some people don't have that kind of luxury, but your boy is a billionaire when it comes to Tiger Queen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is, is that some people have either gotten to a point in their life or they've grown up with no incentivization nothing incentivizing them right to to do anything different or better 
So like if you're one of those folks and you can go to, so I grew up in a town just outside of Pittsburgh, um, steel, old steel town, the, one of the few places in the world, uh, in the, in the Northeast where the steel mill didn't get shut down. Um, and very whole lot of churches, old world churches, Orthodox churches, Catholic churches, um, and just a, it's a working class, it's a working class city, right? I, I will, I will, I won't give Butler many props because most by and large is a shithole, but it's working class blue collar people there. Yeah. Um, those that work, but those who don't work are usually addicted to heroin, fentanyl, suboxone, uh, or meth. That's really the, the other, um, drug of choice. There's so many programs out there for those people. There's no incentivization to get clean whatsoever. There's none because you can go every night to a different church and get a hot meal made for you by some wonderful, warm-hearted Italian or Greek lady that's making, you know, none of Nunzio's gnocchi from the old country, which tastes better than anything you're getting in a restaurant. So good. You're getting it for free. Um, yep. You can go throughout the day and get groceries from the Catholic mission. Um, you can go to the high school. Uh, in the you know in the fall and in the winter for your winter and your summer clothes and then there's a million different programs so they can't turn your lights out they can't turn your uh, heat off they can't do you know and then they they give you a stipend that you can use on a cell phone all sorts of dude I saw a guy no joke I saw a guy he's got hold on he's got a sign right He's okay. got a sign like this. Yeah. It's, you know, says whatever, I'm homeless, please help me, blah, 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 blah. And he's yeah. holding it like this. Okay. Yeah. And what what's happening is is when I turn it around or yeah. when I drive past him, this is what I see on the other side. Oh man, he's got his cell phone. He's literally texting while he's sitting there panhandling. Yeah. And I'm like, my man. <laughs> my man. You, you got, you got five, the iPhone 13. How the fuck you, do you get that? It's not even you available. Got, you got 5G? <laughs> But you don't have, you don't, have, you know what I'm saying? But you don't have five bucks. How's yeah. that possible? How do you have five G, but you don't have five bucks? I don't understand that. So I, I was really interested to hear what you thought about Portland because I, I honestly, man, and I mean this with just, you know, it hurts me. I would take you and a couple other people I know in California uh, and a couple people that I know in, in Washington. And if it were up to me and I was just feeling frisky. I just bust off that side of the country and let it sink into the ocean. I <laughs> yeah. just, I, I, I don't understand what's going on out there. Why are, why, like, did you see what just happened in San Francisco where they rolled like a hundred cars deep up to a Nordstrom in the middle of the night and busted it open with like, like freaking <laughs> with crowbars and shit. And they just completely ransacked a Nordstrom. It looked like ants picking apart a carcass. They did it in 10 minutes flat. And everybody Strength just stood the numbers, there and watched. Dude. Strength dude, in it's, numbers. It's so crazy. How do they do this? How is that acceptable? I know. What forum are they on, dude? You know what I mean? I just, like, I don't know, man. I, here we go. So, a Judy Chop says, we have a bad drug problem where I live, but it's because the cops don't do shit about it. And they know who's doing it and selling it. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's there's no incentivation. There, there's, no, there's no incentive to stop it. Why stop it? Because if you're a cop. Here we go. If you're a cop, yeah. your bills and your paycheck are solely provided. It used to be to serve and protect, right? Let's, so let's move past that. 
the, the United States police force or, or local police departments don't serve and protect anymore. They are revenue generating services for the county. Mm-hmm. That's your your mayor, your city council, your you know your your uh, transportation department. They're all funded by the police department. Yeah. They're all funded by the police department. Uh, if if a police officer's legitimate job was to serve and protect. They wouldn't take their vehicle and hide in the bushes and try to catch you speeding and then pull you over for going over a, a predetermined speed limit that was designed by somebody that has no investment in that area whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. That's not serving and protecting at no. all. Now, no. am I saying defund the police? Absolutely not. I, 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 a police officer in law enforcement, a job that I would never want to have, but it's, I think people need to migrate and shift their thinking away from the 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 true why they're there. And if you're like a Judy Chop saying here, uh, cops don't do shit about it. They know who's doing it and they're selling it. If I go, if, I, if I'm a cop and I go and I arrest you, Trey Van Buskirk, for selling drugs, okay? I take you off the street. What happens? Another person just shows up and continues to yeah. sell drugs. Takes and now you... Now you're in the jail, costing yep. the taxpayer money. Right. So how am I? How am I helping my community at all? You're not. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, it's it's a catch twenty two, man. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, dude. It's it was it was an absolute shit show. Um, I will say probably the thing that was the most disappointing outside of the homeless and uh, I guess the infrastructure that was Portland was. Mm-hmm. I, I very seldom, maybe once, twice a year, I get my favorite thing in the world, Ooh. Chinese food. You only eat Chinese it. food twice a year? Well, because Kinsley, my daughter, is yeah. crazy, deathly allergic to sesame. So it's like I can't bring it into the house. Whoa. It sucks. And so I was all pumped. Anytime I go on a work trip, I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I'm going to get the cheapest Chinese food. I'm going to get the best beer. Mix those two, make my belly full, probably wake up at 2 a.m. because I'm beyond thirsty because the mm. MSG and sodium be like, <gasps> water. But it was so worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Dude, did not have Chinese food Oof. anywhere. I was beyond frustrated. Really? Really, really upset my tummy. Yeah. So, uh, how does one? So, thankfully, um, yeah. my kids, at least that I know of right now, don't have a ton of allergies. Yeah. Um, let alone something that would quantify as deathly allergic yeah how do you determine how did how did that come about how did you find out that she was allergic especially something obscure like sesame how does that come about how did you discover that i gave her a pita chip with some hummus and there's sesame oil in it and she started to have a what is it called a hyperallergenic or not hyperallergenic like anaphylactic uh, anaphylactic shock yeah and we had to go to the emergency room it was super heavy but i bring all this up because one, I was obviously disappointed that I did not get my Chinese food. But I want to ask you a question. Sure. <laughs> I don't want you to tell me if this is racist. Oh, I didn't think. Are we gonna talk racist. about Cody Durden? Oh, let's let's parlay that. Okay. Using betting terms um, into car, uh, Cody Durden, but no, I, I, I get is my Chinese. Racist. I, Here we go. Yeah, that's a good segment. Is it racist? Um, so I, <laughs> I'm sitting. I'm sitting at a table. Um, I find this like shitty Chinese food place. And I literally walked like seven miles because I was like, I feel like a dick when I get an Uber or Lyft and I'm literally going three miles and they're like, Oh man, like, come on, man. I just drove 15 minutes to get you and we're going 500 yards down the street. 
So I will literally walk seven miles if, in fact, I think it's too close because I feel bad for the driver. So no way, I, I get I get to the Chinese food place. I sit down. I'm stoked. I'm in a booth. I order a beer. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get the sesame chicken because, yeah. fuck, yeah, I can eat it right now. The sesame chicken comes and the lady drops it off. I mean, they're fully authentic. Like, yeah. you know, there's a bunch of so Chinese they're Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> they drop off the sesame chicken. And she says something, and maybe I was a little little drunk at the time. I don't remember, yeah. but she she says something to the effect like "Here you go." And I don't know why. Immediately, I just kind of like I just just blurted out uh, "Shay Shay." What is Shay Shay? I thought it meant thank you. I'm not really sure if it means thank you, <laughs> but I said "Shay Shay," and then she kind of gave me these eyes, and I just looked at her and I said, "Thank Goodbye. you." Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you're by yourself. Yeah, well, cause, yeah, I was trying to be nice, and I was like, "Oh, Shay Shay," you know, and then she kind of looked at me all weird, and then I just kept eating. And then I don't know; she didn't seem like she wanted to communicate very much thereafter because I definitely wanted like maybe like a, an egg roll later, but she yeah. never asked me if I wanted one, so I kind of oh, just paid the bill gosh. and left. Yeah. Okay. So what? <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if it's racist. Um, right? Like you're trying the culture. It's kind of like if I go to Australia and I say. A like, dude, we got uh, you know, Stony, yeah, run a back podcast, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like if I went in there and said, "Oh, thanks, mate," and I sound super kook, like I'm not being racist. I'm just like trying to be part of the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here, so here, I'm glad you brought them up because this is this has long been a concern of mine, and I've said this to you before. Is right. I'm terrified of of interviewing a British fighter or mm. doing anything extended with those guys. It was a miracle to me. Yeah. That we made it through the hot ones challenge with them, and I didn't try talking with with an Aussie accent, right? Because Agreed. no matter no matter what happens, I can I just I can feel it coming over me, and I don't even intend to do it. It just happens. So yeah. like, um, my 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 one buddy, um, Justin, his fiance is Irish. Okay, and now she's been in the states for a long time. Yeah, but she's Irish still. Okay, and every once in a while. It just creeps out a bit. It just, it just rolls off the tongue a little bit, you know. So it's totally fair. Yeah. So like they came and visited. They stayed the weekend, and like the first day we're fine. The first day we're fine, and then the second day <laughs> it starts to roll. Just a wee bit, it's starting to come out, you know. And and then by then by day three. My wife's like, she pulls me aside. She's, what are you doing? And I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, you're not Irish. And I was like, I know. I just, I can't stop it. I don't mean for it to happen. It just, I can't stop it. So I completely get it. Right. Um, yeah. It's, I, I, I empathize with Mackenzie Dern in this regard because Ooh. Mackenzie, living in Brazil for a long time, despite being from Arizona, Nebraska, 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 right? <laughs> Yeah, she, she she talks like she's been in Brazil her entire life with that broken English and that weird cadence that they do. I get it, I get it because um, that's bullshit though. She hers turned on a dime. It was like one day it was like like yeah, maybe though, I submitted maybe. her with an armbar and then it was like oh yeah, I, I can't do a Brazilian accent. <laughs> right, but so but you know she's not authentically Brazilian because it doesn't sound like 
she literally has been living off gravel and sandpaper for the last 10 years. <laughs> Marble mouth. Yeah, Dude, exactly. I, what is that? I, I, I tweeted it during the thing. So no. Ketlin, Ketlin Vieira walks out. I know yeah. you didn't watch fights this weekend. Yeah. Ketlin Vieira walks out. She's singing. And it sounds, I don't know what, you know the voice I'm talking about. Yeah, obrigado, like all that bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Every Brazilian woman that at least fights in the UFC, I don't know a Brazilian woman that that hasn't fought in the UFC. I'm not not very exposed to Brazilian women. Um, Why do they all sound like that? They all sound like their nose is broken and they live off of a diet of of loose pea gravel and sandpaper. What, What is that voice? I feel like from like a tonal perspective, though, you're not really a fan of like any chick's voice. Like you give my, my girl, Jesse Jess, like so much shit. Oh, man. I can't like, stand the way she talks, bro. I know. I but, can't. I mean, she's constantly out of breath. It's, it's like an Australian. Yours, dude. It's just different than yours. It, it is sounds like she's life. sick all the time. Like she has COVID like 24 seven. I she get it. Probably does. She might. She, pro- she probably does. It does sound like she has COVID 24 seven. Her, her. Her speaking, I, I just, I can't, I, I can't do it. Like what, I'm, this, that would be a deal breaker for me. That's a deal breaker. It I is can't. a deal breaker. Well, no, because I, I mean, you're communicating with a person. Yeah, for sure. Right. Bro, I need to back it up for a second though. Sure. I sure um, said, yeah, what I said. I didn't watch the fights, but yep. of course I'm getting lit up 24 seven, mm-hmm. even from the homies. They're like, bro, speaking of like race, was that racist what Cody Duran said? Like, give me. Give me your perspective of this thing. I don't think it was racist. You I don't, don't think, think it was racist. racist. I don't yeah. think it was racist. I don't think it was racist. All right. So those of you who don't know, Cody Dirt Durden beat. Oh, man, I can't say his name. Which now it's about to get racist. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say his name. Um, Just try. Auri Kailing, Kailing Auri. I don't know which way it goes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Cody Durden beat him. In a fight, yeah. I didn't think Cody Durden won, but he won. Whatever. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Um, he took it 29-28. Anyway, yeah. um, he he went on, and he gave a Nate Landwehr-style scream into the microphone. Remember when Nate Land like every time Nate Landwehr gets on the oh, mic, yeah. he just screams. Darren Elkins fight? Yeah, same yeah, he just, thing. All he does is just scream. You're not even sure what he's saying, right? right. Um, so he just gets on there. He just starts screaming. And then it's something to the effect, and I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't remember the exact quote. It's something to the effect of I, I beat his ass and sent him back to China where he came from. Now send him back to China where he came from or something like that. Yeah. Okay. My initial reaction when that happens, DC <laughs> yanks the microphone away from him. And there's this really awkward silence because they killed the mic because they weren't yeah. sure what was happening. They weren't sure what he was going to say next. And then afterwards, DC like sits back down with Brendan Fitzgerald and he's like, you know, I can't be saying that on my microphone, this, that, and the other. I'm thinking, can't say what? The guy's from China. He yeah. flew into the United States to fight. Right. So he got a he got an L, and you know what's going to happen? Whether Cody Durden said that or not, you know what's going to happen? Yeah. He's going to go back to China. No, dude, I know. This <laughs> I is know. exactly what I said to you following. I said, I, dude, if I went over to Liverpool and I fought Darren Till and he mm-hmm. beat the shit out of me and said, I beat him back to the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, fuck yeah, I'm, 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 I'm on my way back. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get on a plane and we'll go back. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stay here forever now. I don't get it. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm glad to go back. I love the United yeah. States. Fuck, it's not yeah. like indentured servitude. It's not like the Roman Empire where you beat me and now I serve you for the rest of my life. I'm gonna go right. back where I came from. <laughs> you send him back where he came from. You're sending now, him back from whence he came. 
well, it'd be different if you said like, you know, well, no, now you're about to say racist. something racist as an example. Well, exactly. Like, let's say right. it was like an African country and he says, well, I'm going to send a dude back to Nigeria or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, and well, he's not from Nigeria. It would be that type of thing. Maybe. But, but see, now here's the nuance to that is I think that people in China would disagree with that because I, while China is a country, there are like, here's something that blows my mind, right? Here's something that blows my mind. And this is as, as a, as a, as an educated person, here's something that I still can't wrap my head around. Is there, we're not the only country that has states. Okay. Like. Who has states? Huh? Who else has states? Like most countries have like provinces or states or like. Oh, yeah. I, like I knew that. Within them. <laughs> okay. Right. So I like. So. No. That's what I'm saying. So like. I think it's crazy. So like. I, I'm, I'm hoping Stoney's still in here. Because I want him to comment on this. Because Australia, if I'm not mistaken. Has either like principalities or states or something they have some provinces they have something that we would make akin to states so it's like not just sydney like a, or melbourne would be a state I, no those are cities but there's they're they're within a territory or a province of and then it would you know and if you look at it the the, the map's divided um right. so china is the same way right so like you saying send him back to china in that instance, maybe could be if we're if we're comparing it. See, look, Stony says seven states and two territories. Boom. Doesn't that blow your mind? That blows your mind, right? That there's other countries that have states. I don't. I know this is the territory thing. This is the most bro sheltered American thing ever. But this this is something that I have known for years, and I can't wrap my head around. Is that other countries have states? So, like, we're the United States of America. But it's just basically saying that our states are not solely ours, but they are united and they are of America. But there's other states elsewhere, so you can live no, in a there's, state. There's of, an umbrella, though. There's an umbrella. Mm, they all they all come up to the same uh, collective, thought. which is America, right? The right. United States of America. All the states are united within America. Yeah, but but there are states outside of us. There are places with states outside of us. Okay. They're just not part of the, of the United States of America. So it should almost be better if you say send him back to China because he's not definitively saying go to X. I'm not kicking you back to one state. I'm kicking you back to the collective. Right. But here's the thing, though, is when you want to use your example of saying Nigeria. Right. You you get you got very specific with it. So the yeah. anti specificism could also be interred as being more racist. That's it right there though. That's it. Because if I was in, again, I'm going to use the example of me fighting Darren Till, which mm -hmm. by the way, freaking Sean Strickland being a bitch saying that, yeah, dude, you didn't hear about this. I don't know. Tell me, tell me more. I know he's Sean's, banned on IG right now. He is banned on IG. Sean Strickland, uh, Darren Till, who I, I feel like very rare that dude actually wants to call out someone, let alone someone that's ranked below him. But I know he is on a losing streak right now. But Darren Till comes out and says, hey, man, uh, I'll fight Sean Strickland. That sounds like a fantastic fight. I'll do it. Sean Strickland says no. He says okay. no. What was his reason? There was no reason. He said that the two people that he wanted to fight mm -hmm. were 
Oh, it's evading me right now. Uh, this my tie is kicking in. Um, Luke Rockhold? Luke no, it wasn't Luke Rockhold. Dude, it was like legit contenders, actually. Um, oh, it was um, Costa. Uh, Paulo Costa. Yeah. Yep. And it was uh, somebody else. else. I, I read the yep. I read the other name. Okay. So yeah. he's saying no to Till because you, okay, well, that's smart business. No, it's not because the yes, money fight would be Darren Till. He's not in it for money. He wants to. He wants a belt. Mm, okay. 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 Sean, well, going, going back to my Darren wants, wants violence, and he wants violence, but he also he also wants a belt. It's a good segue from racist to uh, Sean Strickland. I will say that. But okay. What I will say is, if Darren Till like kicked my ass and said, "I'm sending Trey back to to New York." Or mm-hmm. something like that, some liberal bullshit state. I would take offense to that, and I would call him racist. I'd be like, "Are you yeah. kidding me? I'm not a New Yorker. I'm a California. Well, fuck, I'm not a Cal. <laughs> Never mind." Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> "Which one? Let's say liberal bullshit state. You literally, you literally just named the two biggest ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what I mean, though. If you say right. it more state driven, it is right. more targeted and way gnarlier. Right. You know, versus the collective. The collective's cool. I don't I think don't, Durden's statements gnarly. So right. What I did, what I what what I thought was interesting though, was and it's something that we've we've kind of avoided in the MMA space, um, at least from the athlete perspective, was a collective outrage. And bro, there was a lot of people that got oh, re- real God. mad, real fast at Cody Durden. Dude, they like, pulled in the Rittenhouse shit. They were like grasping at straws. Who was that? It was um, uh, wasn't it? Uh, Adrian Yanis, who like fought that night, he didn't he comment? I don't know if uh, he might have. He may, he might have, but I know Brandon Royval said Brandon Royval, yeah, yeah. Royval said that if again paraphrase because I was I'm not paying I, I I don't know it all off the top of my head. Uh, if if Cody Durden's fighting tonight, then who's blowing Kyle Rittenhouse? <laughs> Which he, here's something that I don't quite understand. And here's a conspiracy theory for you: is how is it that a white guy shoots three white guys, <laughs> and it's somehow racist? How does that make sense? I don't know. I, Dude, I just you know it's so funny. I think about the past like 20 minutes of this podcast, yeah. and I think about the sponsor that we alluded to at the beginning, and then paying us so that we can get just absolutely rich off Tiger Queen. Yeah, <laughs> I think about him listening to this episode and be like. I have to fucking not. I got to pull back. Right. I got to pull back, dude. Well, he's, so here's the thing: is he's paying us in Bitcoin. So once that shit hits my wallet, you're never getting it back again. <laughs> yeah, dude. I sent the details to, to, to my to my wallet as soon as that as soon as the Bitcoin hits the wallet, <laughs> it's gone, bro. You better be sure because once it's there, you're never getting it back. It's no. not like a, it's not like a check. You can't void. You can void a check from once it's written. You can not Bitcoin. It's mine forever. He was like, "Do you want us to do a bank transfer, or do you want me to send it via Bitcoin?" And I'm like, "Fucking Bitcoin's at sixty one thousand dollars a coin, my man. Send it to me in Bitcoin because that shit's about to run. So what you're paying me is going to go up. So yeah, bro, send it to me in Bitcoin. What? What kind of question? I don't know, man. I don't understand that. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's fucking stupid. I want. I got. All- <laughs> ask Roy if he'll pay us in Bitcoin. Can any can I get can I get steak lassie meat in Bitcoin? Yeah. All right. Transitioning real quick. Yeah. What you got, man? Because we're talking about money 
and I'm going to talk yeah. about the richest motherfucker that I know him. Okay. Conor McGregor yeah, came out today and said, hey, I don't give a shit. Take your goggles off. It's lightweight belt or bust. Mm-hmm. Does he get it? He'll, they'll give him a shot for sure. Oh, dude. 100%. 100%. Look, I've already told you how this is going to play out. I've, I've, okay. rub, I've rubbed... Run it through. Run I've through. rubbed the MMA crystal balls, right? Yeah. I've, Retell the listeners that missed get your it. Get your slap-a-sack out. That we'll, okay. we'll talk, since we're talking about balls, get your get your sack out. It's right here. <laughs> the sack's out. Yeah, it's out. Dustin Poirier beats Charles Oliveira. Yep. Justin Gaethje and Poirier fight again. Poirier beats Gaethje once more. Wow. Then Connor, ready to come back, either fights Max for an interim because the Poirier, um, the Poirier Gaethje two fight will be will Damage. leave them both sidelined for a, a prolonged period of time. So right. they'll make they'll make Max versus Connor for an interim belt sometime around April. Yeah. No, 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 because we're already in November. July. Ooh, International Fight Week. International in Fight Week. Boom, you have dude. Max. You have Max versus Connor for the interim lightweight belt. And then Poirier comes back and fights the winner of it. Yep. Yeah, it's hot. That's hot. That's and it's hot. a trilogy no matter how you slice it. Like, yeah. Like, it'll be Dustin versus somebody for a trilogy in July for International Fight Week. Yeah, that's hot. That's what it's going to be. That's spicy. That's spicy. So I'm just, I'm just, we're, we're round robining here. And then the, the looming um, shit show in the background will be Islam Makachev. <laughs> Dude, I'm not sold on him in the slightest. I, you know what's crazy is I'm more sold on him than I am uh, Hamzat. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get that. Like I'm, I'm I will more... say that grappling match between him and uh, Jack Hermanson, though, that was pretty he, fantastic. Was he, good. he looked like he weighed about 218 pounds. <laughs> that too, yeah, yeah. Like I know that Jack Hermanson was one win away from a title shot at 185 pounds, but Hamzat looked like he <laughs> outweighed him by 40 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was a thick boy for sure. He was thick. Yeah. He was real thick, and he he acted real thick in it too, which was which was pretty surprising. Yeah, you don't really see a guy like Jack Hermanson get bodied like that. No. Um, and he did yeah. exactly that. He got bodied. So, yeah, that's interesting. I don't really know what to do with that. Um, hmm. but I'm more sold on Islam than I am Hamzat. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Now, that being said, I don't think either one of them are deserving the rankings that they have currently. No, absolutely not. Um, But they're going to keep pushing the hype train. So at a certain point, like judging, we've got to stop bitching about it and start analyzing what to do with it. And at this point, we're going to have to address the issue that is Islam and Shemaev. We we have to do it. They're they're not going anywhere anytime soon. It's not a... uh, it's not a Patty Pimblett situation, right? Like Patty Pimblett's going to lose his next fight. I'm just going to go ahead and call it now. You know he's going to lose his next fight. Absolutely um, not. He's sponsored by Barstool Sports. He's invested in Penn Gambling. The guy is an absolute stud. He's got a stupid haircut. I'd like to come in and be his hairdresser and like get no, that thing like a little bit I feathered and lethal. But 
No, I love you the can't cut. Can't love that cut. No, I way. do love the cut. I love the cut. I I like him as a character. Um, I just I think people that think that he looked good in his debut need to rewatch it. I just he yeah, did not he got look great. Up. And then the other one, I think that they're trying to hype, or they're going to try to hype, or he was trying to hype himself is a better way to put it. That Ian Gary, um, Ooh, Ian Gary yeah, loses yeah. the next fight too. Yeah, I, just, I agree. I think it's more likely that Ian Gary loses in his, his next fight than Patty, um, depending yeah. on who they match Patty up with. But Patty's got to drop about sixty pounds, if I'm being honest with you, before he comes back. Because I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen Patty lately. Oh, but, he's, uh, he's a chunker, dude, for sure. He, he thicked up. He, he, he thicked he, up. Yeah. There's there's a couple of those though that can make a killer living by not actually fighting legit competition. Uh, yeah, like like Sean O'Malley. Exactly like Sean where O'Malley. I was That's going, like, dude. Yeah, I know where you're yeah. going. I'm Except on for who's Sean O'Malley fighting again? He's fighting. Oh, he's, he's fighting a Team Alpha Male guy. Um, he just booked a legit contender or yeah, legit guy, didn't he? Team Alpha Male guy. What's his freaking name? I can't remember. He's good. He's a Brazilian guy. Young kid. Um, oh, Julian Paiva. Yes, dude. Arulian yes. Paiva. He looks like Mowgli from Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that was, that's probably more racist than what <laughs> That's for sure, dude. Now, if he comes out and his walkout song sounds like something from the Rainforest Cafe, I will freak out, dude. <laughs> I didn't mean... I mean... Well, I said it at this point. It's already out there. I can't bring it back. So, <laughs> so that guy doesn't look like Mowgli. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, it's fine. <laughs> who fights that has the nickname Mowgli? There's somebody Wait, plays. is his nickname Mowgli? No, but there's somebody that does. Is it Gabriel oh. Benitez Mowgli? I don't know. <laughs> I hope someone for the sake of this podcast. Oh, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> somebody. That eh, doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, what's oh. the uh, who who wrote the Jungle Book? Do you know? No. Oh man, Rudyard Kipling. Mm. Okay. Now you know. Now you know. Now I know. Mm. Let Let's before we bid the the listeners adieu. Uh, if you've made it this far, congratulations! <laughs> Fucking congratulations! Um, those of you that have made it this far, audio or live stream, just. <laughs> Congrats, and I appreciate I appreciate you. Do you know what today is the anniversary of? What is today? The twenty second of November. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. What? No. Okay. What happened on this day in nineteen sixty five? Oh, oh, let me tell you, <laughs> dude. What? No, I have no idea. This is this pivotal moment in, in United States history. The twenty. 20- Wait, no, what's the actual, the 22nd of November in 1965. What happened? Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Okay. What is it? JFK was killed. No way. Today. Today's the anniversary of JFK getting shot. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. I like where this is about to go, Dale. Well, no, I just want to, I want to ask you, I know I'm smacking my lips a lot this episode. I apologize. I listened to, I listened to the episodes back. Which yeah, at a, probably sounds narcissistic, but I try to listen so I can be a little bit better. I realize that I I I click and I smack my lips a lot before I speak, and I want you to know, dear listener, that I know that I do that. I know it's annoying as shit, and I'm trying to stop. Mm. I think it's kind of hot. I mean, I not know. in a gay gay way, but no, I'm just but, saying like, yeah, it's like, cool. Yeah, it's cool. When I say hot, it's kind of like it's like sick. I'm not saying that you're actually physically sick. I think it's dope. Right. 
It's fetch. Fetch. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch happen, Regine. Okay. Anyway, um, so <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Do do you think? Do you think that Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK? Yeah, from Negrassi Knoll. I actually do. No, no, wait. All right, go ahead. Sorry, that's this is your moment. Sorry, go ahead. Oh wait, no, hold on. You're gonna make me look stupid. In this I'm second. not gonna make you look stupid. I promise. Okay, well, when I went to Dallas, Texas, was in Dallas. Go ahead. It was in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, in Dallas, Texas, I went there, and I didn't want to pay for the actual like uh, tour of like you know how JFK got shot. So mm-hmm. I saw some homeless dude, and I was like, "Dude, I'll give you twenty bucks. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. seen this thing a bunch yep. of times." And he's like, "Fuck yeah, I have." So he took my twenty bucks. He walked. <laughs> he walked me onto the the street and showed me these indents in the street, and he goes, "He goes, Trey." Dude, this is the bullet shots from from uh, Lee Harvey Oswald from that grassy knoll right over there you see from the picket fence. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, bitch, this road has been repaved 17 times. Yeah. But okay. I was like, I believe you. <laughs> and so I kept kept going along. But he showed me, dude, where the grassy knoll was, the little picket fence, where the guy mm. could have been sniped. And to be honest, it all seemed like in the 1965, like, easy getaway. Interesting. So you think he shot him from the grassy knoll? Because isn't the official thing that he shot him from the movie theater? No, no, no. That was Abraham Lincoln. No, no. Abraham. No, there weren't <laughs> there weren't movies back then. He, he was shot at the he was shot in a theater theater. Well, um, I mean AMC. You know. AMC. This is this is why I'm investing in AMC. Um, I <laughs> I I thought. See now you make me question how I I, I believe history to have unfolded. Yeah. Um, I thought that there was no Har- movie theater around. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. See, this is why we need producer Jake. I was under the impression that, boy, now I'm going to say it. And it's going to sound dumb. I was under the impression yeah. that Lee Harvey Oswald was like on the fifth floor of a building that had a movie theater in the ground floor and shot him from there and then went downstairs and was watching the movie. And no way, they, dude. No, you're so wrong. Keep talking for a minute. I got to look this up. I'll keep Hang talking on. for a minute. Literally, when you go down that road, it kind of does this like dog. You, know, I've never heard someone say a dog, dog leg left, you know, in golf. People say mm-hmm, that, but mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. say dog leg right. I've never heard that before, but I'm going to say dog leg right. There's a dog leg right on this road, and it goes towards what is like open theater. Mm-hmm. Um, which a lot of people believe, and um, don't quote me on this, but I'm going to believe this. The person that told Lee Harvey Oswald to kill JFK was actually Woody Harrelson's dad, who was the head of the mob. Now, what do you think about that, dude? Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he was Woody Harrelson's dad was like the head of the mob and like the te- I don't know if he was in the Texas area or wherever, but he straight up told Lee Har- Harvey Oswald to take him down. And that's what happened, dude. And it was from this grassy little knoll that was kind of set back on nope. the left side. Nope, I'm right. I'm right. Okay. I knew okay. I was right. Okay. Man, I talked for like five seconds. Yeah. And that's going to get fucking ridiculed. No, no, no. So it wasn't. I'm, I'm partially right here. So um, the, the, the building that he shot him from was the Texas School Book Depository or the Dallas County, Dallas County Admin Building. Okay. okay, it's a seven. It's a seven-floor building facing 
the Dealey Plaza in Dallas, Texas. Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK from the sixth floor window of that building. Okay. So it wasn't on the grassy knoll. The grassy knoll is a conspiracy where they thought the second shooter was at. Because if you watch the video, it sounds like there's two shots. Huh. They never figured it out, though. Well, apparently there's there's documentation that says that what, like, I mean, they kind of have released some of the JFK documents, but not all of it. Why would they not release all of it? That it's the same. You're, hold on a second. You're legitimately asking why the U.S. government won't release information that seems pertinent to your average U.S. citizen? Yeah, why not? I don't know why they wouldn't do that, Trey. I don't know why the government would want to withhold <laughs> Uh, withhold information from taxpaying citizens. You're absolutely right. That seems very strange to me. Well, no, this is what always like is strange to me. If I was becoming president, the first thing, like when people, when the president comes out and lays out his hundred day plan, Hey, the first hundred days, you know, I'm going to do is X. Trey Van Buskirk becomes the president for the first hundred days. What am I going to do? I'm going to release all the alien documents, dude. Like it doesn't out there. They've already done that. Like no, they, they haven't released what they, happened in Area 51. Like they what haven't happened? Area 51 is there still. It's still no. there. I know yes, but it what is. happened back. No, no, I know it is, but oh, what okay. happened when that crash happened? A weather like, balloon. What happened? A weather balloon. A what? A weather balloon. A weather balloon? What the what the fuck is a weather balloon? A weather balloon is a gigantic balloon designed to withstand atmospheric pressure that they release. It goes so high it breaks apart and it falls down. And they take the readings on the 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 uh, equipment that's attached to it. You're telling me that this weather balloon, which mm-hmm. no one can ride like a ride, is the reason that people think that an actual like saucer hit the ground? That's what the, I'm telling you what the United States government is saying. I know. So that's what I'm saying. If I become president, I'm going to release what the real information is. Because there's no way a weather balloon is it. But whether or not Area 51 at this point is real is irrelevant because the the White House has already acknowledged that UFOs are real. Bob Lazar. Sure, Bob Lazar, but outside of Bob Lazar, they've already acknowledged it. They've been releasing videos for the last year. And you know what's crazy? Here's how disengaged we are, is that the government has essentially said over the course of the last year, we have had our United States military aircraft come into contact with other flying aircraft that we cannot identify. And we have it on video. Here's the video. And they release the video <laughs> and people are like, did you see the new season of tiger tiger Kings out? <laughs> like, we just don't care. Wait, do you think that they like link in with Hollywood? So like if something massive goes down, they say, Hey, now there's a new episode of outlander. <laughs> like they sync it up. I believe that is long. I believe that the United States and the world as a whole, operates very similar to the idea um and i will i do not know what ancient stoic said this so i cannot attribute it correctly but there and i believe i've even said this on the show um is that somebody caesar somebody said that as long as there's bread and games there will never be rebellion as long as there is netflix and internet the united states or countries around the world will not push back against tyrannical government. They won't do it. They won't do it. So do I believe that there is some sort of collusion to this? Maybe. 
I don't believe that we release an alien video and then a new episode of Outlander. But I do believe in stuff like, um, I'm going to be careful with what I say here. I do believe that if something happens that is not perceived well in the public eye, something very negative will happen to ensure that that narrative gets flipped. Um, Why would that matter considering what's going on in the world today, Dale? Well, I think that much, much of what's going on in the world today is part of that. I, I never, and you posted a thing up by Stoney, um, and I know we've talked about him and his show a lot this episode, but it is an Australian-based podcast, um, and they're going through it right now. They're legitimate, like, we're, we still have it good here in comparison to what Australia is going through right now, and as far as government mandates are concerned. The the government has never once rescinded power back after they've given it or after we've given given them the power. The government is very good at creating a problem and then selling you the solution to that problem mm-hmm. for a price. And the price is usually some sort of governance that you didn't previously have. Mm-hmm. And once you give it up, you'll never give it back. The perfect example of this is the Patriot Act. Okay? So we had the Patriot Act. And those of you that are not stateside or didn't care enough to know what the Patriot Patriot Act was, after 9-11, September 11, 2001, the government said, we need to monitor all communications. we got to figure out who did this, why they did this, how. Emergency powers, we got to figure this out. 30 days, 60 days, tops, and then we'll give it all back to you. Right. Patriot Act is still going 20 years later. Right. Zuckerberg, that fucker. Never give it back. Freedom of Information Act, same thing. Now, yeah. Freedom of Information yeah. Act is really cool. Um, have you ever have you ever utilized the Freedom of Information Act at all? I have not, no. Cool. You want to do it together? You want to do it right now? I'm going to show you something yeah. awesome. Okay. Is it illegal, Dale? No, not at all. Mm. Okay, then I'm into it. And those of you, you, this is a great part where you can pause at home. We'll end the show with this. Go to Google and search CIA. We'll do it together. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, go for it. No, I'm, I want you to do it with me. You want me to do it with you? Okay, cool. Or do you want me to share my screen? You want me to share the screen? Yeah, dude. Let's, let's do, do it like that. that. Okay. Yeah, uh, producer Jake, we don't even need him. Fuck producer Jake. Producer Jake. <laughs> producer who? Yeah. Producer who? Smoking darts, dude. Fuck that guy. Hold on a second. <laughs> share. Let's share my screen. I like this, dude. This is the way to end the show right here. Yeah, we're going to. CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, or is it? Well, here's here's the best part about it, right? Who's this guy? I don't know who this fucking guy is. Nerd. Um, (laughs) Is that speaking of JFK, you know why JFK, a lot of people believe that the CIA killed JFK. Okay, yeah. Because JFK said he was going to dismantle the CIA. Right, Okay. And JFK said, JFK, JFK said not only was he going to dismantle the CIA, he was going to expose the one world government. Right. And next thing you know, he's getting a bullet through the brain. All right. So we're going to the, we're going to the CIA, right? Yeah. And we're, we're going to follow my screen. We're going all what are you the on, way. Like CIA.gov or what are you on? No. I'm on, yeah. CIA.gov. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we're going to go all the way down here under resources. And then can you see this? We're going to Freedom of Information Act. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, check this out. Boom. No one clicks on that because they don't even know what that is. Exactly. All right, so check this out. So now you're in the reading room. 
Okay. Reading room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can basically search every, like, like basically all the information that's declassified. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right? So check this out. So um let's, this is just on the website right so this, it's great right all right so let's type in mars okay Dude, mars yeah we'll type mars like the planet mars why is this right. on like when you go to cia.gov though i feel like you just scroll down to like the contact us page and now you're able to type in mars and see declassified information yes. it's a little bit a little bit weird dude. No, no, no 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 um Let's see here. So we've got, let's go to, um, let's see here. Dates of information for mission. Let's see if there's anything here. No, there's nothing there. But you can essentially search all these. Let's um, let's go with anything. Let's go with Mars mission. Is there anything, anything related to Mars? Soviet plans for a manned flight to Mars. Boom. <laughs> and you can sit here. And you can you can download. Let's just open the PDF, dude. Let's do it. Are you on like go to uh, what's that website? Go go duck or whatever? No, or no, it's not duck duck go. We're li- I'm on a Google Chrome thing. Look, look at this. Sanitized copy approved for release. Soviet plans for a, a manned flight to Mars. This is anybody can access this information tray, right? They redact some things here, um, but here here we here we go, here we go. Soviet statements indicate that the Soviets are planning a manned Mars mission from which they hope to derive world acclaim and prestige. When? When? When is it happening, Dale? This was in March. Information available as of 1 March 1985. Okay. So they, they, I want to know like when they're going to go like in the next like three, six months. Look, or... look, but, look, but here we've got, we, we've got the one-year flyby orbit that they're going to use. Like there's all their measurements are here. It's all of this information is readily available readily available and we surrendered all of this to everybody allowed them to farm this information off of us but the page denied that you keep going past right now that's the information i want it's kind of ah, like okay i understand the forbidden the forbiddenness yeah, yeah, yeah. dude i love okay i got you so you so you want you want the redacted stuff like you want to I know want what's in that box how do i get to that i understand i got you I understand. Yeah, this is all good, and and it's all great. It's like it's like if we were to go to a massive company, let's go to Barstool and be like, "Hey, we're gonna pitch Punchless MMA." Oh yeah, we don't see anything controversial. Oh yeah, our bets hundred fucking percent. Mm-hmm. Then I tell the real listeners like, "Hey, hey, go on DuckDuckGo," and it's yeah. like, "No, there's been some things that have been pretty kind of racist." Right. Oh, right. our bets. Uh, Trey's been on a goddamn cold streak here for six months. Yeah, <laughs> like. You know, I want the realness, dude. Right. Okay. I understand. Yeah. But I, I do appreciate that there's this exuberant amount of information right. on a straight up contact test page on the CIA.gov. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That blows my mind. Yeah. Like, here you go. Attorney General Dennis J. Roberts, a second asked state Supreme Court Thursday to deny parole eligibility to convicted mob hitman in the 1960s. And we can just read this. You can just read the letter. Yeah, that's sick. It's I all like there, that. man. It's all there. Yeah. So is there anything about JFK? Oh, well, I mean, let's look. Let's see. Is, do let's we want to? I mean, we're here. What if they reference the homeless guy that I gave the 20 bucks to? And they right. say, you know, I don't remember the dude's name, but he did have a mohawk, which was interesting. Oh, I'm glad you brought this back up because I want to, I want to, um, I, 
I want to, I noticed a little something to you about that, right? It, you, this is your second time this episode talking about your interactions with the homeless people, with homeless yeah. people and yeah. how you're willing to put yourself amongst them. You got a little bit of Jesus in you, buddy. Well, dude, they're, 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 they're just like me. Right. I'm just saying like, you're like, I'm, I will walk through the hordes of homeless to get to my Chinese food. Oh yeah, dude, they're, they're dope. They just, you know, aren't as motivated or they right. didn't have as many uh, things at their disposal as I did coming from La Jolla, California, the freaking gem of gems, dude. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people are born into areas that aren't that great. I get it. It's all good. We're all one people, one culture, dude. So now you make me feel like a dick for saying I'd snap off that side of the country and let it sink into the ocean. That was probably a pretty douchebag thing to say, huh? I don't know, though. If they're affording $500 fucking tents, dude, then you know what? <laughs> Hopefully that tent floats, too. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff about testimonies. Uh, who's killing our leaders? Uh, here's a good one. Who's killing our leaders? What's, what's the... Here's a document here. This was prepared by... Um, Let's see computers and automation approved for release. Uh, when was this actually? This was in 1970 is when this document uh, was initially created. Look Sick. at the, dude, look at all this. Look this at this is like great. photocopy, like like as if no one know how to like align something. It's insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Mm. Um, that's, hmm. okay. Oh, so here we go. All right. Um, this article will help develop. Develop that thesis. Here I am. If you if you need to see where I am, if you can see my my pointer here, yeah. Um, prove it to be true that the basis of substantial conclusive evidence, and in particular some analysis of the photographic evidence, there is in fact a conspiracy. Oswald played a role in the conspiracy. Although there is conclusive evidence that on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, he did no shooting at President Kennedy, and that just as he claimed, he was in the Dallas jail. He was a patsy. At least three gunmen, and probably four none of whom were in the sixth floor outermost window of the Texas School Book Depository building where the Warren Commission placed Oswald, fired a total of six shots at President Kennedy. Boom! But dude, right he, he went to jail for that. It's right there! He went to jail for that, though. It says he's saying he was in the jail. He couldn't have fired the shot. No, 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 but they said he went to jail for that. So how does mm. that work? Mm-mm. I'll read it once more. No, I, I heard it. I was okay. just saying like he he went to jail thereafter for that. So the the theory that he was already in jail so that he couldn't actually perform that seems false. Well, so no, it says where the Warren Commission placed Oswald. So it sounds like they this Warren Commission took him out and placed him at the scene of the of the crime. Ooh. Hmm. One of the so six shots total. One of these shots missed entirely. One hit Governor John Connolly riding with Kennedy, and four hit President Kennedy. One in his throat, one in his back, two in his head. The bulk of undeniable evidence for statements about the shots consists of the physics of the motions of Kennedy and Connolly, shown in some 60 frames of famous film by Zupruder, the Zupruder film. The locations of the injuries in Kennedy and in Connolly and more than 100 pictures consisting of more than 30 still photographs and more than 70 frames of movies. That, dude, we're, it's literally saying right here that Oswald didn't do it. We just found it. It's, it's right insane. here. Right on the contact test case. Like, geez, dude. Just we'll back it up for those who didn't don't realize how we got here. We're, we're going to CIA.gov. 
right? And then we're going to go all the way down to the bottom. Let me back up a little bit here. We're going to go all the way down to the bottom. And the, under resources, we have Freedom of Information Act. And then you can just type in whatever you want. There you go. Boom. There you That's go. how you do it, man. I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing my screen now. Stop there screen share. And here we are. All right, man. Congratulations to those of you that made it all the way through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a journey. And we're glad you're here. Yes. Um, if you don't already do so, feel free to follow us everywhere uh, at Punchless MMA. Normally, we talk about MMA betting and how to make money doing so, but there's no fights this weekend. Um, so we're just chopping it up. Tomorrow, fight, train. December 4th, Rob yeah. Font, Jose Aldo. Yep. That's it, dude. That's it. Uh, That's it. Tomorrow, we're recording on a Monday because we can't do we can't do a normal Tuesday because Tuesday, aka tomorrow, is my wedding anniversary. Yay, dude! How many years are we talking? Seventeen. Seventeen. Everyone, jeez, take notice, man. That's called love. What's even crazier too is my wife is a certified dime piece and <laughs> and a certified nurse. And a, and a certified nurse, yeah, yeah. She's a certified nurse, and she's a dime. And I, I wear flannels and look like a look like a fucking warmed up hot pocket. But here we are. <laughs> seventeen uh, years, dude. That's 17, seventeen years. One of us has aged better than the other. I assure you, it, was, it is not me. Um, oh. So, but yeah, it's, it, we will, we'll be out celebrating tomorrow night and, um, I hope the good Lord blessed me with 17 more, man. It's been the, it's been the best 17 I've had. So hopefully I'll get 17 more. Uh, if you don't already listen to us guys, uh, like I said, we normally do actually talk about real MMA related stuff. We just don't have fights this weekend. You can follow us any, everywhere at punchlist MMA, uh, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to shoot us an email chat at punchlist MMA, shout out to our show sponsors, Allegiance clothing go to legionsclothing.com use promo code punch and you can save 15% site wide or you can go to stay classy meets and use promo code fist and save 10% site wide there as well uh, appreciate them and support them because they support our show so if we you've gotten any value from us uh, whether it be entertainment or monetary please consider rolling that forward towards them and using our promo code uh, Trey and I don't make a dime off the show but we do try to pay it forward with them because they do it with us um Outside of that, Trey, Turkey Day is coming up. It's my favorite holiday of the year outside of 4th of July. Two favorite holidays of the year, Thanksgiving, 4th of July. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know what I'd love and to be thankful for? A five-star review. If you have not mm. given a five-star review, it mm. takes two damn seconds. Go in there, say, <laughs> Dale's Cholo lookalike looks great. <laughs> Trey looks slender in this Allegiance clothing shirt. I don't give a shit. Five stars, sex, love. Podcast. Sex love podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Let's go. All right, guys. Be good to each other. We'll see you. Bye.